Okay, welcome everybody to the 13th of October session. So today we're going to do probably a deeper version of Yoga Nidra than we usually do. Um, technically it's known as the 61 point relaxation, but um, it might actually go more than 61 points. It's, we'll try it as a different variation, okay, and see if you prefer it, because it'll take, probably take you a lot deeper. Um, thank you, Carlo, for joining us. Yes. Yeah, you can sit down now. Thank you. What does a dog do for Yoga Nidra? What's the word for dog in Sanskrit? What's the downward dog? What's the downward dog position called in Sanskrit? Anyway, so it'll be dog nidra. <laughs> um, so then, after we do yoga nidra, deep yoga nidra, which I'll introduce shortly, uh, we will do a. I think what we'll do is because some people have to leave on time, we'll do the long meditation after the yoga nidra. So if you can sit up uh, and then meditate sitting so that you don't go back into yoga nidra. And then um, that way we'll give you the full 20 minutes of the deep meditation because usually we're running out of time so we're truncating it. But this time uh, we'll go for the full 20 minutes, maybe even 25 minutes. So we go deep. So today will be a deep session. And then at the end of that we're going to allow time for some questions and discussion. Great. So let's begin by lying down. That's great. Everyone has room. So the legs are slightly apart, the arms are slightly apart from the body. Typically the arms, the palms are upward, facing up, but if that's not comfortable then they can face down. Now with the Deep Yoga Nidra what we're effectively doing is we're moving through the body with awareness. And as we move through the body with awareness, uh, we allow that part to naturally relax and eventually once we progress through the entire body we then begin a process of what we might call whole body breathing so we allow the awareness to move with the breath in an imaginary way moving up and down the body and it's a cleansing a deep cleansing breath and energizing as well so as, as we do that, we'll move through the various energy centers of the body. Uh, we will then uh, move progressively from the area between the eyebrows, known in Sanskrit as the Ajna Chakra, or the third eye center, down to the space in the throat region, which is actually the center of consciousness 
So actually the, the Ajna chakra, the third eye center, is where the consciousness resides during the waking state. The center at the throat is where the awareness moves to during the dream state. And the center at the space in the center of the chest, which is, corresponds to the heart chakra, is where the awareness moves in deep sleep. And so by bringing the awareness to rest in the space at the center of the chest, we're inducing the body to enter a deep, a state of deep sleep. But because we are progressively using awareness and we're holding awareness, then it should be possible that the awareness will stay open, in a, in a sense, present, even though the body moves into a deep sleep. And the value of this is that it gives you direct access to the subconscious state. So that that which sits below the surface of the conscious mind may be more accessible to you in, in this state. And classically, this state is then used to resolve deep-seated issues, emotional issues, blockages, tendencies, patterns, habits, things that are holding you back. And you can, you basically are um, observing the state of the, this, these deep-seated tendencies. That's if you get to that level. If you don't, it's fine. You may just go into a, a feeling of just total, complete relaxation. And in that state, it's possible uh, to give yourself um, affirmations, ideas, suggestions that you want to change. So let's say that you have uh, issues of a particular kind. It's permissible in this state to actually seed the state of awareness, seed the open state of consciousness with the thought, with the intention actually of that which you want, this state that you want to cultivate, the new state. So if, for example, it's one of uh, becoming more compassionate, then you may, may take the idea of compassion into this, into this aware, deep into the awareness, and there you release it. And you release it, and as you release it, you imagine that it's drifting into infinite, an internal space that is infinite. Okay, so that's, that's a technique that you can apply, and I will invite you to do that in that, in that uh, moment where your awareness is, is just residing within that space. Optionally, though, if you want to just go deeper and deeper into that, you may just observe what's there already, and then it's up to you. You can simply by observing the te tendencies and patterns, often they get resolved just by the ability to passively observe in a very non-threatening way. It's, it's like watching a movie of your own life. That's if you get to that level. If you don't get to that level, then just treat this as an opportunity to have a really, really deep relax and restorative relaxation. So whichever way this works for you is fine. There's no right or wrong way to do it. It's just a matter of surrendering to the process and completely allowing yourself to go within. And then uh, at the end, I'll give you some instructions to bring the awareness back to the physical body and to the breath and then you can resume your awareness of the waking state. Okay, so let's begin. Just begin by allowing the breath to move in and out with 
some awareness, a few breaths. Setting the intention perhaps at this point that uh, your desire is to go deep into a deep state of rest, a deep state of release. This is a letting go, it's a conscious letting go of all your concerns, all your troubles and infirmities, whether they be physical or mental. We're letting go and we're returning to the pure state of being and just pure awareness. But to do this we're going to progressively move through the body so we start by holding the awareness. Now the awareness, when, I, when you hold the awareness you can do it as just a feeling or if you're a visual thinker you can visualize the area that I'm going to name, or you could even visualize it as a point of light, a blue star. And we're going to move point by point. So you're moving the awareness in a very concentrated, a focused way. In other words, it's not a general region, but we're actually going to go to each specific point. So for instance, when I say the eyebrow, the right eyebrow, Imagine that it's a point, the arch of the eyebrow. If I say the nose and the tip of the nose, you imagine that it's a point resting at the tip of the nose. So in that way we can become much more granular in our visualization. So we start by just the forehead and in fact the point at the center of the forehead the right eyebrow, the left eyebrow, the right cheek, the left cheek, the right ear, the left ear, the right upper lip, sorry, the upper lip and the lower lip and the chin. So these are all points that you've just lightly touched with the awareness as you move down to the throat. Back to the point at which the head touches the ground, so the point at the centre at the back of the head, the back of the neck, the right shoulder, so it would be the extremity point, the right shoulder and the left shoulder, the right elbow and the left elbow, the right wrist and the left wrist, the point of the tip of the right thumb, the second finger, third finger, the ring finger, 
and the little finger of the right hand and the point at the tip of the left thumb the left index finger the third finger ring finger and the little finger of the left hand bring the awareness back to the throat to the right breast the left breast the point at the center of the chest between the breasts solar plexus and the navel region, the point at the navel, at the pubis and at the base of the spine, the right hip at the extremity, the point at the extremity of the left hip right knee, the left knee, the right heel, the left heel, the point at the extremity of the right big toe, second toe, third toe, fourth toe, and the little toe of the right foot and then the point at the extremity of the left big toe second toe third toe fourth toe and the little toe of the left foot Bringing the awareness back now to the head, to the entire head, to the shoulders and the upper arms, the elbows and the lower arms, the wrists, the palms of each hand and the fingers. entire hands, entire arms, the chest and the space at the center of the chest, the back and the spine, the abdominal region, the pelvis, the thighs, the knees, the lower legs, the ankles and the heels, the soles of each foot and the toes, the entire feet, the entire legs and now the entire body. Hold the awareness of the entire body as a complete unit. Remembering your intention is to go deep 
deep into a state of awareness and surrender, relaxation and release. As you bring your awareness to the breath now, as the breath moves, imagine it's moving through the entire body, up from the feet, out through the top of the head, down from the top of the head and out through the feet in a sweeping motion again up through the feet, out through the top of the head, down from the top of the head and out through the feet. Do this rhythmically at your own pace in the harmony and rhythm of your own breath cycle the breath moves and sweeps up and down, up and down. Cleansing, releasing. And now from the knees up to the top of the head, down from the top of the head and out through the knees. And we do this in a cyclical way for a few breaths. And now the pelvis up to the top of the head, down from the top of the head and out through the pelvis. sensation. Then the solar plexus. center of the chests, breathing in and up, down and out. Flowing and clearing, releasing, relaxing. Now the throat region, through the throat, out through the space at the center of the eyebrows. So your oscillation is closer now between the throat and the space at the center of the eyebrows. You may feel energy, slight pressure, you may see colors, 
whatever you see, whatever you experience is okay. Just move the awareness with the breath from the throat to the space at the center of the eyebrows. Now from the nostrils, in through the nostrils and out through the top of the space at the center of the eyebrows. It's a small distance, but you're going deep, deeper with each breath. And now finally you bring the breath to rest at the space between the eyebrows. You imagine that you're breathing light in and out of the head through the space at the center of the eyebrow. Releasing, clearing. Now down to the throat, where the awareness rests during the dream state. The breath moving in and out of the throat region. The awareness following the breath as it moves in and out of the throat region. And finally you bring the awareness to rest at the space at the centre of the chest between the breasts in the heart chakra region. Go deep, deep, deep into the space at the center of the chest. Deep, deep, deep. Empty, empty empty. My voice will resume in 10 minutes as you relax and allow the awareness to go deep into the space at the center of the chest, deep into the internal space. Remembering that you can always plant the intention now as you go as deep as you can and release it deep into this space. Anything you wish to change, anything you wish to release, this is the place, this is the opportunity to do that. Otherwise, you can just go deep and allow whatever occurs to happen knowing that you will be emerging, feeling much more refreshed, restored, rejuvenated and clear. And so I'll speak again in 10 minutes.
And now as you bring your awareness back to the breath, physical body. We emerge from the state of deep yoga nidra or yogic deep sleep. Having released whatever burdens we needed to let go of or having initiated any new intentions that we've now seated deep in our subconscious. We return to the waking state. As we bring the breath back into conscious awareness, physical body into awareness and to our physical surroundings and awareness very easily effortlessly reintegrate into the waking state feeling calmer clearer Freer of concern. Taking a deep breath now, moving the fingers and toes, and to the extent that you can stretch the arms and legs, you can take a deep breath and stretch upwards and down. Take a moment to just lie there, perhaps you can begin to open the eyes, but it's very important to transition between these states with high degree of sensitivity and gentleness, so that we don't jar the nervous system, so that we ease gently back into the waking state, perhaps with some recollection of the experiences that we had, or otherwise just feeling deeply centered, clear, empty, free of concern. And then when you're ready, you can begin to sit up. As hard as that may be. watching butterflies emerging from cocoon. <laughs> Not as elegantly. You were all cocooned in your blankets. We should get so lovely. So how's everyone feel? Good. Did you go on a journey? Just want to go back. <laughs> You can do it tonight when you're going to sleep, maybe. Mm -hmm. So 
So, did you all manage to, did you, any of you notice that the body went to sleep? The physical body? Yep. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not sure I'm the only one still laying down. <laughs> well, you can stay laying down. It's not I, obligatory to sit. I find it easy to get to that state where you can't feel your body, but your mind is still awake. Yeah, well, that's yoga nidra. The, the mind is still awake. The awareness is still there. But I find it very, very difficult from that state to calm the mind. Right. Because the only thing that's active is the head. And it gives me a headache. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then we're going to meditate now so you get to work on your mind a, a bit too. I mean, the key to all of these techniques is less effort. The less effort you use, the better. The more that you're trying to calm the mind, you're just energizing it. The more that you have awareness of thought, you energize thought. This is the fundamental principle with meditation or any of these practices we do, energy healing, anything, right? It's what you energize with awareness. Well, it's where you put awareness that you energize. These are just simple phenomena. They're, I mean, probably eternal truths in the sense that, you know, the, the nature of thought is such that it is an energy form, and awareness is, is what thought feeds off, so that the negative thoughts often feed off awareness. The more that we're aware, we get into these patterns of thinking, and we're just we continually feed them with awareness. As, what the meditator, what the yogi uh, understands is that by giving the mind something else to rest on other than the thoughts, other than particularly the negative thoughts, then you de-energize them and gradually they form away. You can't make them go by willing them to go or by getting angry that they're still there. Right? That's counterproductive. You sort of have to use reverse psychology on thoughts because otherwise they'll entrap you because the, the game that they play is they want your awareness it's like a child that seeks attention this is what those thoughts, particularly the negative egoic thoughts they thrive, they, they're like vampires sucking on the blood of your awareness they want that awareness they feed off the awareness and um, you know they're very good at doing that They've had a lot of time to practice to, to work you out. And they know what buttons to press, what thoughts to return to, what memories to return to, to trigger them, to trigger more attention. And so then they get fed again and they get stronger. So our mission is to actually reverse that dynamic, to de-energize them so that they perish. It's like... Um, If you, there is a treatment for some certain skin conditions, that protrusions that stick out of the skin and you ligate them, you tie them off and then they, the blood supply can't get to them anymore and then they just drop off. I know that sounds a bit crass for a meditation class, but essentially we're doing the same thing with the thoughts. We're ligating, we're cutting off the supply of awareness to them. And in doing that, they lose the the, life, the support, and then they they fall away. Maybe I can think of a prettier analogy that you can think of a little lamb's tail. A lamb's tail, okay, that's true. <laughs> that might work. So you're cutting off the supply of awareness. Now the cutting off is the critical point. We're not. It's not a deliberate 
energetic cutting off. It's more of a very gentle diversion back to something other than those thoughts. It's, you use the same degree of effort to, to move the mind away from the thoughts as it took for the mind to see that, it was with, that the awareness was with those thoughts. So how, how much effort does it take to become aware that you have a thought? Virtually no, almost nothing. <laughs> it's like ephemeral. It's um, a gossamer. Of, of effort. So you apply a gossamer of effort, if I can use that word, to return the awareness back to whatever the object of meditation is, or in the case of Yoga Nidra, bringing the awareness back to the point that we are now with. And you're just moving the awareness. See, the awareness is so refined that it takes no effort to move it even though it's very powerful. It moves wherever we will it to go. And we steer the boat of awareness, if you like, with the rudder of intention. The intention gives the direction to where the awareness will flow. So that's all we're really doing, but we're doing it effortlessly because we already have the sails, a form of the wind of our own consciousness that's moving us across, let's say, this lake. And it's wherever we steer the awareness, that's where it moves to. So why would you go and steer to the rocks or to a sandbar when you could steer out into the open space? So that's what we're really doing. And when we meditate in a minute, we use exactly the same approach. So whether you're using the mantra or the breath or whatever technique you're using, it's exactly the same approach. That if the thoughts come as they will, because they're going to want to invade the space of your consciousness, and then they're going to want to hijack it, because that's what they do. That's all they know to do. And so your your objective is to using these are the key points. If there was these were dot points, right? I wrote an article this week. I tried to make it very concise. I got a 50-page report down to two pages. So, you, and you can do it using dot points. And so here are the dot points. Least amount of effort possible. Firstly, become aware. First dot point is become aware of the fact that you are not with the object of meditation, with the, whether it be the mantra, the breath, or the space between the breaths, whatever that we're meditating with. First, become aware that you're not with that. That's the first effort point. The second effort point is to then very gently move the awareness back to the object of meditation, be it the mantra, the breath, or the space between the breaths. The third effort is to then just release, to surrender into that new object. Surrender the awareness, surrender the attention, surrender the will, surrender the effort, into the object of meditation. And what happens then is that the object of meditation being pre-programmed and intelligent because you've fueled it with your intention because you've already pointed it in the direction you want to go will carry you deeper into the state. That's how it happens. And then you have to release it. But this is all about no effort. This is like 
You know if you're out in space in a rocket ship, you know how they fire retro rockets to correct the course of the spaceship? So you're in a vacuum. So there's no resistance at all, but you might be slightly off course, so you're drifting. And so how much effort do you need, do you think, when you fire the retro rocket, how much firing do you need to change course? Minimal. It's just like that little puffs. Because there's no resistance, it will move the opposite way. So that's all we're doing, slight correction. To, and the correction is just the mere remembrance that you're not with the object of meditation. So I, and then it's, I call it the return. So it's the return, the return. And you might have to do this a few times during the meditation because thoughts will be there. And the key is that, you know, in the end you get into such a deep state of internal rest the, and, and you're starting to rest with the with the awareness itself. So when what, when thought, thought falls away, what are you left with? Just consciousness, right? That is the vacuum. You're in the in the void, effectively. There is nothing other than the state itself. And so, do you need effort then to hold that state? Do you think once you're there? Sometimes. <laughs> well, the, the effort is actually to return to it. But if you, when you're actually in it, I would maintain that you, that's when you drop the effort. When, you, when you've arrived, you don't have to go anywhere anymore. So it's when, once you've driven the car to the shops, you're allowed to get out of the car. So you leave the object, the mantra, the breath, whatever, and then you're just resting in the state. Thoughts may be there in the background. Mantra may be there in the background. You know the mantra or whatever you're using will be there when you need it. But the key is that if you want to go deep in meditation, deeper, you've got to really apply this principle of least effort and release. And then whatever happens is fine. There's no... You're not sort of trying to set this up as a success fail thing. This is just being back being with yourself. Does it take any effort to be with yourself right now? If I just say be yourself, you know, the obvious question is well who else am I gonna be? <laughs> so you just it's just an allowing. It's an allowing process. Okay, so why don't we try that? So I'm going to take the music down and I'm going to give you... Now, if some of you have done the training, so one, two, three... So you use the technique that you normally use. The ones that have not used the training and who are meditators just use what you normally do and you'll get the benefit of the group dynamic, group effect. And the ones that are still sort of just you know, experimenting with this a little bit, just use the breath. Marissa, you, you know about the gap between the breaths? Go into the gap, into the space, and let that be your entry point. Okay? Does everyone feel comfortable to sit where they are and meditate for 20 minutes? Or does anyone need a chair?
You're okay, 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 okay. You're okay. Good. There's right. a bit of wall in the There is some wall there. Okay, so that's a good point. Let me explain that. All right, so here we go. So it's um, 3.20. So why don't we do a full 20 minutes? And that'll give time for us to have some questions at the end. Now, um, before we do, what was the intention? What was the idea of the intention when we did Yoga Nidra? What were we aiming to do? It was to go deep. Right, so why don't we return to that intention? Do you know about? Do you understand what I'm saying with intention? It's almost like a wish. When you wish upon a star, this is Walt Disney discovered one of the fundamental truths of yoga is that the mere wishing actually does stuff at the deep subconscious level. It does stuff. Um, I think we real, we don't realize that it's as easy as what it is. So let's form the intention. So let's start by closing our eyes. And we're sitting comfortably upright with the head, the neck, the back in alignment. And the intention that we hold and that we will release into the space of our practice is simply just one of deep, going deep. And in fact, I'm going to allow you, for those of you that have done that technique, we don't usually do this, but I'm going to give you one use of the word deeper when you can apply that at any point in the descent down into the state. If you feel like you want to give it a bit of extra momentum, like fire the retro rocket, but you're only allowed to use it once. Okay, and what you're going to just instruct is to, just to say to yourself, deeper. But only, you only let that one go when you feel like you're nearly there. And it'll give you a bit of extra carriage down into the zone. Okay, so we start with the breath. So the intention is deep be deep within our own awareness and the breath flows with awareness the awareness flows with the breath so you ride the breath with the awareness in and out Easily, easily and smoothly. And once you have that sequence established and stable, again remember minimal effort, so then you gradually start to hear the sound of mantra. technique you use, you now introduce. If you're looking for the gap in the breath, then you become aware of the pause points at the beginning and end of each breath. 
and you use those points to locate the stillness. So whether it's mantra breath, gap in the breath, you begin to locate the stillness that accompanies those tools. And then it's, as I said before, you just allow the awareness to merge into the stillness. It may take a few minutes and you just allow the stillness to surround you or take you into itself. And I'll speak again in about 15 to 20, say 20 minutes from now so that you can go deep.